Marriage equality, it's all about love. Love is love. But does that include marrying bridges, rocks, fictional characters, marrying yourself? Well, let's check it out. So during the marriage definition debate in 2013, one of our basic arguments was this. If marriage is redefined once, what is to stop it being redefined again? If you allow only same-sex marriage on the basis of love and human rights, that will open the door for those arguing for polygamous and group marriage and maybe other forms. Why would discrimination against these loving adults be okay? How can you be so bigoted and phobic against things like group marriage? Now, of course, people will say, well, it's illegal, Bob. Well, yeah, they may be illegal now, but it wasn't that long ago that same-sex marriage was illegal also. It's all about marriage equality. Hey, love is love, apparently. In 2017, the Ministry of Social Development said a second wife in a polygamous marriage might be entitled to a sole parent benefit. Uh, and there was also Auckland City Council, and they were running a seminar on uh, polyamory. In 2014, Auckland ratepayers were subsidising an event for those who want to relate to more than one partner and non-monogamous marriages. And we saw that uh, example recently uh, where the midwives were talking about uh, ensuring that the polyamorous community was feeling included. Well, it's just getting wackier as we saw last week, and it was the New Zealand Herald, uh, as you can see by this article here. In almost every way, let me read, uh, Kiko Kondo is an ordinary Japanese man. He's easy and pleasant to talk to. He has friends and a steady job. He wears a suit and a tie to work. There's just one exception. Kondo is married to a fictional character. Uh, his beloved Hatsune Miku is a turquoise-haired, computer-synthesized pop singer who has toured with Lady Gaga and starred in video games. And after a decade-long relationship, one that Kondo says pulled him out of a deep depression, he held a small unofficial wedding in Tokyo in 2018. And the plush doll wore white while he was in a matching tuxedo. Uh, in Miku, Kondo has found love, inspiration and solace, he says. This is all from the Herald article. He and his assortment of Miku dolls eat, sleep and watch movies together. Sometimes they sneak off on romantic getaways, posting photos on Instagram. Kondo knows that uh, people think it's strange, even harmful. He knows that some, possibly those reading this article, hope he'll grow out of it. And yes, he knows that Miko isn't real. But his feelings for her are, he says. When we're together, she makes me smile, he said in a recent interview. In that sense, she's real. Now, apparently, Kondo is one of thousands of people in Japan who have entered into unofficial marriages with fictional characters in recent decades, served by a vast industry aimed at satisfying the every whim of a fervent fan culture. Tens of thousands more around the globe have joined online groups in which they discuss their commitment to characters from anime, manga, and video games. I think is that how you say that. Now, for some, the relationships are just for a laugh. Kondo, however, has long known that he didn't want a human partner. Partly it was because he rejected the rigid expectations of Japanese family life, but mostly it was because he felt had always felt an intense and even to himself inexplicable attraction 
to fictional characters. And accepting his feelings was hard at first, but life with Miku, he argues, has advantages over being with a human partner, she's always there for him, she'll never betray him, and he'll never have to see her get ill or die. Uh, well, well, whoops, hang on, there's some news on that which I'll come back to. Kondo sees himself as part of a growing movement of people who identify as fictosexuals. Oh, well, here we go. Here we have to uh, analyze another term. We have to find the dictionary meaning, so I did a bit of research for you. And according to the Focus newspaper, fictosexual is also an umbrella term that encompasses a list of other identities, including more specific attractions, such as novel visual characters, which is booklosexual, and vampire-related characters, which is taboo-sexual, is it? Is it or tobu-sexual? Uh, and apparently there is even, there is even a flag from LGBTA wiki for this particular one. They fall under the asexual spectrum because they're not attracted to people uh, and they have their own version of the flag. In fact, I actually found that when you look around, any color seems to be part of the LGBTQIA, ABCD uh, alphabet now, according to this coverage. Uh, but look, there is just a slight problem, and this is where uh, News Hub becomes part of the story and the coverage, uh, because they reported it on well, and they say that in 2018, Kondo proposed to Miku and invited his family and co-workers to the wedding. None of them showed up. Instead, there were 39 strangers and online friends who viewed it online. Uh, but he told the BBC, there are two reasons why I had a wedding publicly. The first one is to prove my love to Miku. The second one is that there are many young uh, people like me falling in love with Anaheim characters and I want to show the world that I support them. He said a number of people have come out to him sending him messages about their own affection for fictional characters. However, now here's the problem. The Gatebox software, software has since been terminated so he can no longer talk to his wife, wife, in holographic form. But he says, my love for Miku hasn't changed. I held the wedding ceremony because I thought I could be with her forever. Well, that was uh, the Herald and News Hub. But not to be outdone, a day later, we had the story from Stuff, talking about sologamy. Who needs a groom to be get married? Sologamy, self-marriage may just be the kind of self-celebration that we need. Uh, and the story says, Anna Dean is married to herself. She says, I actually went through the process of marrying myself for my 30th birthday. Uh, she didn't make any vows, but she wore a white dress, a white hat and cut a cake and had a ring made. And the article says the technical term for self-marriage is sologamy. Marrying yourself usually involves a ceremony. No, but it's not legally binding yet. Uh, wedding dress and vows, and often guests and cakes. And the first sologamist is thought to be Linda Baker from Santa Monica, California, in the US, who married herself in 1993. Now, internationally, sologamy has become a thing, according to the Stuff article, not, a, not only a fringe thing. Uh, over the last five or six years, self-marriage ceremonies have taken place in UK, Canada, Australia, Japan, for starters, but most often in the US. And the article says, of course, the pandemic hasn't been a great time for multi-guest weddings of any kind, so why not do it online? So apparently on Valentine's Day this year, 32-year-old French visual artist Eva Ostrowska became the first person to marry herself in the metaverse. 
the collective highly immersive virtual world. She donned a virtual reality headset to enter the metaverse as a 3D character and conducted her own wedding ceremony. The Stuff article goes on to just reassure you, it's easy to make jokes about sologamy. Uh, yes, it is. Who knew that you can order I Married Me Self in a wedding box kit for $230 with your choice of four rings, ceremony, instructions, vows, and 24 affirmation cards? Can't you just be in a de facto relationship with yourself rather than going through the rigmarole of a wedding? What about getting divorced? Would marrying someone else be cheating on yourself? Uh, no, you can marry someone else later, apparently, according to this article. But these types of flippant comments miss the point of why someone might choose sologamy. Perhaps it's a radical act of self-love that acknowledges your own value and values. Perhaps when you lose yourself in your fast-paced life, it's a way of finding yourself. Perhaps it's about rejecting patriarchal norms and social expectations, about needing a partner in order to flourish and be happy. Hell, it, perhaps it could be an FU to the Daily Wire, a conservative American news website and media company which ran a story called Sologamy, the saddest trend you'll ever hear of. Uh, and then the article goes on to talk about this group called Family First, the charitable organisation Family First New Zealand, which describes itself as a non-partisan, non-profit organisation dedicated to promoting marriage and family in New Zealand. Uh, that's correct. Thank you. Reprinted the story and linked to the site protectmarriage.org.nz with its slogan, one man, one woman, that's marriage. Anyone else feeling infuriated right now? That's the stuff article. Uh, and they refer to some New Zealand examples, which actually Seven Sharp did some marketing of sologamy a few years back. And I've got a couple of short video clips. Check it out. This is sologamy as, mar as marketed by Seven Sharp. My version of sologamy is that it's about choosing yourself first. Because so often we are, well, we're very conditioned that we need to find someone outside of ourselves to be happy, to be whole, to be complete but we actually can make ourselves happy. EJ, who has also married herself, has presided over at least a hundred sologamy ceremonies this year for both men and women. So I'm taking my time on my ride. about 50% of the women that have done this ceremony are, are Kiwis. I mean, there's so many of us here in Australia. Um, and actually my first, um, ever client, she is a New Zealander as well. EJ says there are many misconceptions around sologamy, including that you must be celibate and alone. No, absolutely not. For me personally, for a lot of my clients, it's choosing to, yes, you, you, you are still going to have sex, you are still, you're not cheating on yourself or, or anything like that. Um, and many of my clients, they do have partners. Um, Ah, uh, yes, uh, if you marry yourself, then you won't be cheating on yourself. Um, and then what about the vows? I mean, how do you actually do vows uh, if you are marrying yourself? Well, they, they marketed that as well. I'm going to invite you now to speak the words of love to yourself. I honour you. I honour your magic. I commit to showing myself compassion when I'm feeling vulnerable and you don't need someone to tell you that you deserve love or that you're worthy of it. You just know in your heart that you are. I love you. 
Okay. Uh, yeah. Interesting. Uh, and just finally, you are now married. You may now kiss the bride. Uh, how does that one work? Ring to always remind you of the love that you have for yourself. You are now officially married and committed to always love and honour yourself. Can I kiss myself? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that's interesting. And of course, there are people who have married rocks and have married bridges. Love is love, eh? I mean, don't be so um, rockophobic. Uh, let's, let's just remind ourselves, let's just bring us back to reality. Throughout history and in virtually all human societies, marriage has always been the union between men and women. It combines the complementary characteristic of men and women as defined not by the state, but by nature. And nature is exclusive and discriminatory in that only the union of a man and a woman can produce another life. Not a rock, not a bridge, not with yourself. It's not bigoted or intolerant to speak truth. So keep speaking truth. Mm -hmm.